The continued economic growth of our region is going to be inextricably tied to the investments that we will make in improving our quality of life. And public transportation is a huge part of improving that quality of life. I'm Doug Deloney on this edition of The Next Stop, what you may have missed at Metro in 2022. The Next Stop. The Next Stop. The Next Stop. Metro's podcast. You can think of this as our year in review episode from Metro Police to Commute Solutions to Metro Rapid Expansion and new accessible bus stops. We have a lot to recap. Let's get started with a touching story that happened at Metro's headquarters along Main Street in downtown Houston. In January, 10-year-old Devarje Daniel was sworn in as an honorary officer with the Metro Police Department. DJ, who is battling brain and spine cancer, has been sworn in by dozens of law enforcement agencies. Agencies. And I will faithfully execute the duty, execute the duty of the office of the office of police officer, of a police officer for the Metro Police Department, for the Metro Police Department. <laughs> this is your backpack full of Metro goodies. So hopefully you will never forget us. And uh, we just want never gonna forget this day. So we just want you to know that with God all things are possible and that there's nothing too hard for God so that you would keep that on your mind, always. He proudly accepted his official badge from Metro Police Chief Barrett Bumpers. Nearly 40 Metro Police officers looked on as the fourth grader was also given his very own Metro PD uniform, along with other mementos. Chief Bumpers also included a personal note of encouragement. MPD was the 47th law enforcement agency to swear DJ in as an honorary police officer. Also in January, Metro adopted its agency-wide climate action plan. The plan charts a path to a more resilient and sustainable future. It outlines steps the authority will take to transform day-to-day operations and business practices. Implementation has already begun. Metro has moved forward with the purchase of several full-size electric buses and paratransit vehicles and will explore the use of vehicles powered by hydrogen fuel cell electric technology. It's all part of the authority's commitment to meeting a 100% zero emissions bus replacement goal. Other plans call for upgrades at Metro facilities like LED lighting and solar panels, along with even more recycling that already takes place. And of course, public transit by nature takes more private vehicles off the road, reducing greenhouse gases. Switching it up, here is something that will tug at your heartstrings. You'll love the story of Washanda and Austin Moore. These are soulmates who met on a Metro bus. My husband is a certified gymnastics teacher. I am totally retail and we met 31 years ago. I caught the bus from downtown on my way to work, what used to be Northwest Mall. He was already on the bus and I was sitting near the front, almost behind him. I cannot remember the driver, unfortunately, but they were in a conversation and I interrupted. We talked almost all the way to the mall. As I got off, the driver literally looked at him and said, you need to get off the bus and go with her. He looked at the driver and nah, but he did get off the bus. I ended up not going to work that day. We actually ended up in the game room at Northwest Mall where we played games all afternoon and we've been pretty much together ever since. I am now 50. I have been married 31 years. We have three adult children. He got diagnosed with leukemia in May of 2021. He got introduced to Metro lived when he 
became diagnosed. I am so grateful to Metro for giving him his disability car to ride. That meant everything to him. But he is strong. He's fighting. I wish I could remember who the driver was. I will always thank him for making that man get off that bus. Such an awesome story, and you can watch that entire video on Metro's YouTube channel. Continuing our year in review, in February, Sanjay Rambadran became Metro's chair after being nominated by Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner. Here's what they had to say shortly before he officially became chair. Um, let me just say Sanjay is a leader who knows how to bring people together and get things done. I have seen him do that over the last 20 years. Consistent and reliable. The Greater Houston region has experienced tremendous economic growth. And I think you can trace a lot of that back to visionary investments we have made. Be it the Houston Ship Channel, two international airports and now a spaceport, our roadways, highways, toll roads, securing water rights for a growing population, and so on. However, the continued economic growth of our region is gonna be inextricably tied to the investments that we will make in improving our quality of life. And public transportation is a huge part of improving that public that quality of life. Chair Rahm served on the board of directors since 2015. He has helped oversee the planning, design, construction, and launch of major projects, including Metro Next, that enhance mobility throughout the region. In April, we brought you another touching story from Metro Police. It was about Sergeant Molina, an off-duty sergeant who helped pull a man from a burning car in the Clear Lake area. Take a listen. I was with family. We witnessed a horrible accident. A vehicle overturned, uh, landed on, his, on the side. It immediately, uh, you know, engulfed in flames. Uh, I immediately, you know, went out there and uh, along with other good Samaritans that actually, you know, also witnessed the accident and and we, we can see him, you know, through the, you know, in the windshield, you know, he was screaming for help. And, you know, I, you know, we we're trying to get him out. You know, after several attempts, we managed to break the sunroof and uh, pull him out, the, uh, the driver out to safety. We're out here. Yes, we, we, we're, our main focus is Metro, our buses, our trains, uh, our transit centers. But we're out there and if somebody needs help, you know, you know, anybody can flag us down. We're police officers 24-7, 365 days out of the year. So whatever, uh, you know, the, the citizen needs, you know, even if it's not nothing on the property, if they see Metro, if they see an officer, hey, they can flag them down if they need assistance. And, and you know, we'll be more than happy to help. And of course, that was Sergeant Molina you heard from there. Metro's chief of police recognized Sergeant Molina with a letter of commendation thanking him for his quick life-saving actions. Back in May, Metro celebrated the completion of 2,500 universally accessible bus stops, marking the occasion with a ribbon cutting. In this story, you'll hear from Metro Chair Rom, board member Lex Frieden, and Metro President and CEO Tom Lambert. A better walk, a better stop, and a better ride on the metro system. We can all agree that transit's value in promoting transportation equity is undeniable. Access is everything. And in order for us to have an equitable transportation system, we need to be investing in an accessible transportation system. This is a momentous occasion. You know, for me, when I look at an accessible bus stop, I don't see the uh, curb ramp. I don't see the uh, 
the stop. I don't see the pad. I see opportunity. I see the chance to go somewhere, to go and get an education, to go to work, to go to church, to go get friends, to engage in recreation. We're very proud of this accomplishment, but there's more to come. Uh, we understand clearly that COVID-19 has shown us that access to dependable, affordable public transportation is more important than ever before. Upgrades include sidewalk, wheelchair ramp, and bus shelter foundation improvements. And Metro is not done. We have made a substantial financial commitment to continue the upgrade of bus stops and shelters. Over the summer, Metro's plan to expand Metro Rapid continued with a series of community meetings. Metro Rapid will allow for quicker commutes in some of the busiest parts of Houston with stops near a number of colleges and easy access to Metro's entire network. Metro's Chelsea Trahan reports, and you're also going to hear from project manager Johanna Mahmoud in this story. The Metro Rapid University line will provide a one-seat, 25-mile ride from here at the West Chase Park and Ride all the way to the Tidwell Transit Center, making important connections at Greenway Plaza, Texas Southern, the University of Houston, and more. In July, Metro held nearly a dozen meetings at locations along the corridor to get your input on the Metro Rapid University corridor line. This is part of the Spanning more than 25 miles, the line will serve neighborhoods like Gulfton, Montrose, and the 2nd, 3rd, and 5th wards. College students can also hop on the line as it passes by two HCC campuses, University of St. Thomas, Texas Southern University, and the University of Houston. started looking at this, um, at this corridor to benefit those that um, are on the west side of town, uh, we have West, we have park and rides and the Lower West Armour Transit Center. It will provide a connection from the Galleria, so it'll be um, a connection there that we can provide to uh, customers. University Corridor is home to some of the region's most congested streets. Buses in the area operate in mixed traffic, producing efficiency for customers and other motorists. The University Line will combat this issue by operating in a dedicated transit-only lane to move through traffic. The bus rapid transit line will enhance customers' ability to connect to the Metro Rail, the Metro Rapid Silver Line, and many of our other high-frequency bus routes. The project is currently in the development phase. Impacts to the environment are also being studied. The goal is to begin construction on the University Corridor Line in 2025 and begin providing service in 2028. Over the summer in July, Metro celebrated the 32nd anniversary of the ADA, the Americans with Disabilities Act. Here's a message from Sharon Blaylock in Metro's Human Resources. Someone with a disability, we should be treating them just like we treat anyone else. Metro is a diverse population and we welcome uh, individuals from all aspects. It, it gives us that competitive uh, edge because we're valuing the differences of, of, of individuals. You know, um, I think when you take that into consideration, nobody wants to work for an employer that does not value their differences. We attend ADA events, career fairs. You know, we have mechanics, the maintenance department. Um, we have the engineering role. We have HR. 
human resources, uh, marketing, communications. Um, we we have a lot of positions. I think at Metro, you know, we understand and value that everyone is not the same. And, and if we can value those differences, it makes the environment more welcoming, okay? And we want everyone to feel welcome when they come into this agency. And I think that that's why you have a lot of individuals that stay here and ultimately retire from Metro. Without the ADA, I think that we would all be behind the ball. We've had an opportunity to bring on so many different individuals um, that have brought, again, that creativity, their expertise. I don't think that we would be as strong as we are now as an agency without ADA. And of course, we can't talk about the ADA without mentioning that board member Lex Frieden was actually one of the authors of the ADA. Helping others is what Metro is all about. In 2022, we also celebrated the launch of the Metro Police Department's CARE Unit, or C-A-R-E, which focuses on caring for those in need. Take a listen to this story featuring Mariah Ojo, Officer Franklin, and Metro Police Sergeant Buchanan. So CARE stands for Crisis Assessment Response and Engagement. We're a homeless outreach team. They can help you from anything as simple as obtaining an ID all the way up to potentially getting housing. We're proactively seeking individuals who are in crisis, and that crisis may be homelessness, uh, they may be displaced for one reason or another, they may be suffering from some uh, mental type crisis, some mental issues, and they're on the transit system. Getting people clothing, getting people shelter, getting them a meal. We try to uh, introduce ourselves to different agencies, find out the work that they're doing so that as we encounter people, we send them to the right places. As we encounter the population out on the streets, we can better assist them and direct them. So I'm, we're driving around constantly making these different connections with the different agencies and with the transient population, knowing that I could be one paycheck away from that person. We don't know why that person's on the street. I can say it's the, it's the humanity side that, that picks up. That's someone's relative. I don't want them, we tell them all the time, we don't want you on the street. We want to see you doing better. Do you want that for yourself? And then, and then you start to see them thinking, yeah, I, I do want better. And that smile, that joy, that little beam of light that goes off in their eyes just lets us know that we're doing something right. In 2022, Metro highlighted its partnership with the Houston-Galveston Area Council and Commute Solutions by opening the HOV Hot Express lanes on the weekend. We also celebrated with a series of messages and stories from our Metro riders. One of those riders we met was Greg, who uses bus and rail every day. In fact, he got rid of his car six years ago. Take a listen to his story. Um, I had been riding the Metro bus for uh, six years. I got rid of my car six years ago. I just got tired of um, driving, and I got tired of maintenance. And I was at the point with car of either trading it in for a new car or just not driving. And I decided I'm just going to go with my car. I get a tremendous amount of work done on the bus. Um, I'm able to work off, work off my phone and do emails and do phone calls. Um, and I'm completely relaxed. Uh, makes me a much sharper individual. It makes me much more productive. The scenery, I can actually look around and not have to look at the road. 
you know, from an uh, ecological standpoint, you know, in terms of um, the issues with the environment, being able to take more cars off the freeway, I think it's really a big deal. I felt like the entire Metro bus line was built just for me. Also in 2022, Metro and community leaders came together at two area schools to unveil new bus shelters at Eisenhower High School in Aldean ISD. A team of students spent months working on a design that is now showcased at the Metro stop right in front of the school. The fully accessible bus shelter celebrates the school's 50th anniversary. And at Northside High School in Houston ISD, a new bus shelter memorializes Northside resident Josue Flores. It also commemorates what would have been his graduation from the school in May. It has a design that features the school's logo and colors along with Josue's picture and story and a tribute to his legacy. The bus shelter project began after a school leader contacted Metro about getting bus passes for students. This became a larger endeavor through Metro's Adopt-A-Stop program. You can check out both of these shelters on our YouTube channel and on Metro's Instagram. And we're running out of time. Our last story in this podcast features Metro Police Officer Brian McDonough, who arranged getting help for a man in need. It's another touching piece. Take a listen. I was uh, coming in at the end of the shift for the last hour, and uh, he met me at the door, and he was crying. Uh, he asked me if I spoke Spanish. He had $10 in his pocket, and he needed help to get reunited with his sister. He came over from Venezuela. He showed us paperwork from um, immigration that he was processed through. They gave him a bus ticket to Houston, and here, here he was. I actually called my wife on the way home. She said, you've done it before, do it again. So I posted something up on my uh, personal Facebook page. I was able to get him a bus ticket to New York City to be reunited to his family. One of the other officers, um, Juliana uh, Moreno, she, out of her own pocket, got him a cell phone, two pairs of shorts, socks, underwear, and just stuff that he needed for the trip. Definitely a team effort. A lot of the officers on my shift, uh, Noe Gonzalez, uh, Brendan Hernandez, Alex Carvajalas. Uh, to this day, I still, I talk to him to this day on my phone, and every time he texts me, I gotta send it to the translation app. He tells me every day that he's blessed that he, he met me and the other officers that helped him. Um, he even gave me a charm off his necklace. When he handed it to me, he told me in Spanish, don't forget me. He is, he, he will be a, a lifelong friend, I believe that. Metro's board of directors honored Officer McDonough and several colleagues at the October board meeting. President and CEO Tom Lambert said each of the officers exemplifies the very best of Metro and humanity. While we have to wrap up this edition of The Next Stop, know there is so much more to catch up on from the last year, from free rides to the polls, to a new generation of more accessible rail cars now serving Metro's red line. And of course, that big day for the entire Metro system and Houston as a whole as we celebrated our world champion Astros. Make sure you check out our YouTube channel, subscribe to us on all of our social platforms. You can also visit ridemetro.org. It's an entirely new website. Use the convenient search box in the upper right to search for Metro News 
and you can stay up to date with us there as well. Thank you to you, the listener, and all of our Metro writers out there. I know we are all looking forward to a great 2023. I'm Doug Deloney. If you'd like to check out more episodes of this podcast, you can find all the links you need, again, on RideMetro.org. As always, drive less and do more with Houston Metro.